Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at how much weight do you really gain during the holiday season from the end of October to the beginning of January and what you can do to help mitigate some of that weight gain. Today, we're going to look at an interesting topic, and this is being recorded the week of Thanksgiving. Now, it's kind of odd whenever you're dealing in podcast time. Um, you never have any idea what time people are actually going to listen to this, but this is recorded the week uh, preceding Thanksgiving. So we're going to look at what is the effect of gratitude on your health. Now, it seems there's two different definitions of gratitude. One of them is that there are people who are just naturally grateful. They're naturally a little more upbeat. They seem to be thankful for everything. And, you know, of course, there's the exact opposite, too. Um, like the, the man that had two children who one of them was very um, grateful and the other one was very negative. And so he decided to teach him a lesson. He gave the... Uh, negative one all kinds of nice gifts for christmas and the kid was you know it was a problem with all of them they didn't have batteries it was the wrong size and all that and he gave the one that was so grateful he gave him a box of crap and the one that was so uh grateful as soon as he got it, he was like wow this is the greatest gift ever and the dad's like well how can that be the greatest gift ever? He said, that means there's got to be a pony around here somewhere. And there's just people that all always look at the bright side. And that's one kind of gratitude. But the other kind of gratitude is something that can be developed. And in the last part of this podcast, we'll discuss ways to develop that type of gratitude. Since 1948, the World Health Organization has defined health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Now, I think the complete physical, mental, and social well-being might be stretching a little bit, but if we can work towards being healthier, or in the case of this podcast, being fitter, um, that would increase our physical, mental, and social well-being, and I think we could all agree that that would be a great thing to do. So the question is, can you increase your physical, mental, and social well-being by merely being grateful? There have been a lot of studies done on this. The studies that I'm quoting are all ones that have been done in the last 10 years. That was part of the selection criteria for this. Well, as far as physical, three studies um, that were done showed an improvement in your diastolic blood pressure, your heart rate variability, and your just general overall cardiac health. And the only difference in the two groups was one was practicing gratitude and the other one was not. Gratitude lowered five different blood inflammation markers, including C-reactive protein. And C-reactive protein is one of the strongest predictors of having a heart attack. So just by being grateful, you lowered the C-reactive protein, which means you lowered inflammation levels inside the body which means you lowered your chance of having a coronary event. 
The other one they had that it increased was tumor necrosis factor. And tumor necrosis factor is one of the things that's responsible for if you were to happen to develop a tumor, it actively targets and kills that tumor in your body. Oh, and we have discussed many times on this podcast how important sleep is for your health. Daily sleep quality improved in just two weeks of gratitude journaling. Another study found that focusing on something positive right before bed reduces your pre-sleep arousal, which you know, it, it's when you we all know whenever you go to bed and your mind just will not shut down. It helps reduce that and it increased sleep quality and sleep duration. So those are the some, some of the things for your physical health. Well, what about our mental well-being? 11 studies in the last 10 years have shown that just practicing gratitude lowers your symptoms of depression. Six studies showed that practicing gratitude lessened your symptoms of anxiety. Gratitude was also shown to reduce job burnout and exhaustion and fear of death and chronic illness. Another one um, that may or may not come into play during the holiday season, gratitude lessens your sense of aggression. So when that person cuts you off and steals your parking place at the mall and things like that, it, it makes you less likely to have an aggressive reaction to it just by practicing a little bit of gratitude you probably cut down on your desire to choke someone's eyeballs out. So what about your social well-being? Gratitude has been, I'm just going to lump a lot of these studies together, it has been shown to increase your meaning of life. Um, if you happen to be a student, it increases your academic engagement. For all of us, it increases our optimism. It increases our sense of humility and our sense of resilience. You just bounce back more. In addition to all of those, which that sounds good so far, it increases your overall happiness. And there's a lot to be said for being happy. Um, it increases your life satisfaction and overall quality of life. In addition, and that, I mean, that's a lot of good stuff, but in addition, it increases relationships, it increases the strength of relationships and the positivity of relationships. And that's all relationships from your family relationships, your romantic relationships, to even relationships with those people that you work with. And there were a couple of studies done with people relating to difficult bosses, and they found that a sense of gratitude made it much easier and less stressful to deal with a difficult boss. So as we approach this season that's specifically related to giving thanks, how do we cultivate our gratitude well one big thing is to just practice random acts of kindness hold the door open for somebody let somebody that's got fewer items than you go ahead of you in the shopping line just do something uh, smile at the cashier instead of grousing at the cashier because the prices are too high do something nice for somebody else the next one is keep a gratitude journal keep a little booklet by by your bed in your office whatever and whenever something good happens to you, write down what it was. Then when you're feeling a little bit down, a little bit grumpy or whatever, go back and read some of those. And you'll see that it, bad stuff doesn't always happen to you. That sometimes there's some good stuff that happened to you as well. Another thing that would be great to do is if you have a family um, 
even if you don't, you can do it for yourself, but keep a gratitude jar. Keep a jar and some scraps of paper and have people write down things that they're grateful for. And the funnier they are, the better. But write down things that they're grateful for. Just a little short one. Fold it, throw it in the jar. And then right before dinner or right after dinner, pull two or three of them out and read them. And you might get a good laugh, but you also get to see that good things really do happen in this world. Now, this one's a little more specific, but as you lay down to go to sleep, when your head hits the pillow, last thought you should have is think of something that happened that day that you're grateful for. And sometimes it's difficult to think of something you're grateful for. Um, But if you concentrate and you go back through the day, you'll find something that somebody did or something that happened that you're grateful for. And that will improve your sleep quality. Now, the next one, think of something you're grateful for about your job every day that you're there. Because some of us really get burnt out on our jobs. Um, I don't. But some of us really get burnt out on our jobs. And, And you have to think about, hey, you know, this is something that's really good about what I get to do. Likewise, think about something you're grateful for about your spouse and your family members that you associate with on a regular basis. Because if you concentrate on the positive, you'll be a lot less focused on the negative. And the more you do this, the more it builds neural pathways in the brain and gratitude just becomes a way of life. So to end this up, I would like to show my gratitude and tell everyone that's listening to this how grateful I am that you have listened to my podcasts. Um, I just got the notification that I had my 6,000th download, which may not seem like a whole lot, but it's was it made me happy. And I'm very grateful that you will take 10 minutes out of your week to listen to me ramble on. And I hope that you have a terrific holiday season and that this will help you make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.